Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I am here with a word. You already know, I'm here with a word. And today we're going to talk about being set apart. Okay, being set apart and knowing when it's time to come out from among people, right? Because we have a habit of, like, as humans, thinking that we have to tolerate people and situations. But there's a time where you have to draw a line. There's a time where you got to be like, see, no, I'm good. Like, you have to love people from a distance. And that's okay. Like, it's okay when you have to... Be off by yourself. Now, I'm not telling you that you're always going to be just by yourself, but there's a season of isolation that comes before the elevation. And you got to be accepting, like, be accepting to the isolation season because it's necessary, right? Prime example of ice, the isolation season was Joseph. Joseph was in an isolation season where... He was away from his family. Moses had an isolation period when he was a baby. You know, at first, his mama did get him back. But then she had to give him back to Pharaoh's daughter. And he had to be set apart so he could be used by God. David, he was set apart. His brothers was all in the house trying to see who was going to be the next king. And David was out tending the sheep. They wasn't even worried about that. They didn't even think about including David when they were looking to see who's king. They didn't think David was worthy. They didn't think David was important enough. But no, God sent for David, child. God sent for David. He sent for Joseph. He sent, well, he came and met Moses at the burning bush, child. But he went and he always goes gets that one, that one that everybody seems to forget, that one that every that's the outcast, the one that does didn't fit in, the one that whose family turned against them. God has a way of going back and getting that one that the others forgot about, going to get that one that nobody was worried about. Everybody looked past you. They didn't think that it was going to be you. They didn't think that you were going to be queen for such a time as this. They didn't think that you had what it took to reign with the Lord. But I'm here to tell you that they thought it wrong. They thought it wrong. Okay? Because God is about to use you in a mighty way. And it's okay to be set apart. Now, I want to take you to Matthew 12, verse 46. And it says, as Jesus was speaking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and brothers are standing outside and they want to speak to you. Jesus asked, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, look, those are my mother." And brothers, anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Child, that's the, you have to put on the mindset of Christ. Like it's, it's a time where you got to come to the realization, like 
I'm about my father's business. Like, it's I'm about my father's business. And if you're not about his business, there's nothing for us to talk about. <laughs> I can give you a high and pass it, but there's nothing else left because you're either going to be all in and you're going to be sold out for Jesus, you're going to be sold out for him, or you're going to be a sellout. It's one or the other. You're either sold out or you're a sellout. Which one are you? And we write in that line, that, that line in the sand today. Are you all in for Jesus or are you all out? There's no halfway. The lukewarm, that's, it's, it's worse to be lukewarm. He said he wished that you could be one or the other. But since you're not, he's going to spew you from his mouth. That's what the word of God says. That's how he feels about the lukewarm. It's disgusting. It's just like if you if you about to go and get you a nice hot coffee or some hot chocolate, whatever you like that's hot, some hot tea, and you thinking it's about to be good, and then you go and sip it, and it's nasty. Oh, like, oh, one thing I can't stand, a prime example. <laughs> I do not like brewed iced tea. Like that tea that just tastes like it's just tea bags in a tea and you just put it in the refrigerator. That is so nasty to me. Like I can't stand it. And anytime I drink a tea like that, I be ready to spew it from my mouth because it's nasty. And that's what how God feels about a lukewarm. So you have to embrace the season of being set apart. All my life, I didn't know I was set apart. I didn't know why I didn't fit in. I didn't know why when I would go to places, I would stand out. I would, I would go to parties. I would go to bars and I would try to be like the world, but I still just wasn't, it wasn't working. It just didn't work. I would be sitting at the bar like, I want to go home. I want, I want, I want to go home. I want to get my bed. I want to go watch TV. Like that's how I was back then when I was in the world, I was set apart. He was like, this isn't for you. This doesn't serve you. He didn't let me get content in that because I've been set apart. And it's a time where you have to open your mind to the fact that you never fed in because you were set apart. You never fit in with your family because you were set apart. You didn't you didn't have the relationships that you see everybody else have with with all these boyfriends and stuff that they be having. You couldn't do it. You felt like you could never settle down with a person because you were set apart. God got something different for you. Right? So I want to take you to Second Corinthians. <coughs> excuse me, y'all. Second Corinthians chapter six. Where I draw that line in the sand today because anybody who is linked with within her beauty, we about our father's business over here and we don't got time to be getting tied up in civilian affairs. We don't got time for that. We don't got time to be getting caught up in the things of this world. We, we are booked, okay? It's a generation that needs to be saved. You have you have the, uh, the next person's breakthrough within you. You've been thinking that what you've been going through is because the Lord has been being hard on you. But he says, no, he said, I have placed, I have placed the, these things within your circumstances. He says, you've been going through hardships. You've been going through trials, but it's because you are holding somebody else's breakthrough. Your testimony of how you remain faithful to me, even when you felt abandoned, even when you felt 
forsaken. He said, I am using it all because it's a person who needs to hear that. Even though you things didn't go your way, you still didn't give up on me. People need to know that you wrestle with me and with men, but you've overcame child. That's what God wants you to know. He wants you to know that you are holding somebody's breakthrough. That's why you are set apart. See, Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, she had was in seclusion, right? And she, because you know, she was she was in protective mode because she was birthing John the Baptist. John the Baptist was was is to be set apart. It was instructions that the Lord gave about John the Baptist because he was set apart. Same thing with Samson. Samson's mom had had rules and regulations about her pregnancy because he was set apart. Okay. So you're going to have to go through seasons when it's just you're by yourself and you can't do what everybody else is doing. You feel like you want the outside, the inside looking out. You feel like why is everybody else living their life? And then I'm just sitting here stuck. But God is saying, because I have put you in seclusion, I have isolated you to protect what I've placed on the inside of you. If I let you go out too soon, you will be devoured child. Just like the woman in the wilderness in Revelations, it says that after she gave birth to the child, right, that the baby was snatched from her. But it was because that enemy was sitting in front of her waiting to devour the baby she was giving birth to. And it says that after she was sent to a place that was prepared for her. She had to go to a place where it was prepared for her and she had to wore that thing out because what she had birth child, you don't understand that what you are going through is because what God is using you for has already been birthed. It's already been birthed in the spiritual realm. God has set, said a word about you. He has said that you are up next. You are queen. He is using you for such a time as this, right? Oh, child. I didn't even know we was going here. Holy Spirit, hold on, go ahead. I didn't even know we was going here. But listen, you be sitting there like, Lord, what is going on? Why am I going through all these things? All I got was a promise for you. All I've been doing is, is putting my best foot forward. And God is saying because you have birthed something. You have birthed something that you don't even realize you birthed. You birthed something. That's why you're going through the, the warfare that you're going through. Because you have birthed something. I spoke a word over you. When I was creating you, I had the had thoughts and, and, and ideas about what your life was going to be. I set you apart because I knew that enemy was waiting to devour what I placed on the inside of you. So I had to hide it from you. God said he had to hide you from you. Because if you would have known who you was, child, child, if you would have known who you were, <laughs> you don't understand. It, you you would have been you would have gotten devoured. You would have gotten devoured. So he had to hide it from you. Your identity was hidden from you, but it was pr to protect you. Just like Jesus, when 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 he was a baby, how they had to leave Bethlehem because. What was it? Was it his name? Harriet? He wanted to kill all the babies. They had to hide him because Jesus was set apart, child. Just like Moses. Do you get what I'm saying? Just like Moses. 
Moses had to be sent up the river, child, because his mother saw something was different about him. She saw it was something peculiar about him. You hear me? So she had to do what she needed to do. She had to put her baby into seclusion. You understand because when you are set apart, you got to be hidden. You got to be hidden for a season. But when the time comes where the Lord is like, listen, I'm commissioning you out to my people. I'm sending you out to Israel. I'm telling you to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. When that time comes, all will see what was hidden be revealed. But you got to get into that secret place with the Lord. You got to allow him to show you what you really are made of. It's time for you to wake up to your identity and realize realize who you are. It's time for it. <laughs> it's time for it. I really feel like um I really feel like I want to take you to Revelations. I know I said 2 Corinthians and I mean you can go read it and get spare of time. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 18 and it's talking about not being unequally yoked with unbelievers. Um, you can go read that, but I really, because I feel like the Lord, he just took me to Revelations, child. So that's where we got to go. Because I need you to really understand what is going on, what you have birthed. Revelations chapter 12. So it says that um, in verse 5, well, wait, no, up higher. Verse 4. Wait, wait, up a little bit higher. I'm going to just start at verse 1. Then I witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant, and she cried out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth. Then I witnessed in heaven another significant event. So, child, all your life, all your life, you've been crying out due to the agony of, of, this, of this labor you have been in. You, you were born in the fire. You were born in the wilderness, child. But it was because God was hiding you. He was protecting you. He, he understands what he can see things you can't see. He can hear things that you can't hear. He allowed people to think that you were a nobody. That's what he wanted people to do. He didn't want people to see what he equipped you with yet because it wasn't time for it yet. It wasn't time for it yet. Even Jesus had to go into the wilderness child because he had to wait for the appointed time. And you see, once Jesus came out, once his ministry started, people would, people couldn't stand him because he was walking in his identity. The wilderness is to teach you your identity, to teach you that you don't have to prove to nobody who you are. You know who you are. You know that you are a child of God. You know that God will provide. You know that God will fight your battles. You understand it because you were in the wilderness. But there's a time where you're going to come out. And you got to be so secure in who you are that when people come up against you and they want to call you names and they want to persecute you, that you will not even be shaken. You won't even be shaken because you are on a firm foundation. Mm. It says, um, then I witnessed in heaven another significant event. I saw a large red dragon with seven heads, ten horns, with seven crowns on his head. 
His tail swept away one third of the stars in the sky. He threw them to the earth. He stood in front of the woman as she was about to give birth, ready to devour her baby as soon as it was born. She gave birth to a son who was to rule all nations with an iron rod. Child, what you have went through, child? <laughs> what you have went through? What you thought that that was for your bad. And I know that everyone says this, but I need you to understand what your childhood being mistreated, being abused, be, uh, nobody believing you when you were, when you were trying to confine in people, people turn their backs on you, people jumping you, people just not liking you when you walk into a room that was for your protection. Because what you went through that bad, you're about to use it for your good. That's, that's what you're going to use when you are ruling and reigning. You are going to use what you've been through to defeat that dragon, to defeat the enemy. God knows what he's doing, child. You got to understand your past is a reason why you can't change it. You can change your future, but you can't change your past. Because your past is what gives you the down payment to your future. You could choose to use your past and flip that pain, child, for your good. Or you can choose to stay in that one place all your life. But, but your future is just like, you can decide to wake up and be a totally different person tomorrow. You can, you can make that decision. Because your past is that down payment. Because of my past, the mistakes I've made in my past, as I'm looking forward to what lies ahead, I already know I ain't doing nothing I did back there because I see where it got me. But you know what I am going to do? I'm going to use what, what happened back there to go get the lost sheep. I'm going to go feed the sheep by the pain I went through. Child. Them times that, that I had to go spiritually hungry, I can't forget it. Now I got to go feed the sheep because I remember what it's like to be hungry for that true bread and thirsty for that true water, child. I know what it feel like. So I use what I went through in the past for my good. That's, that's what I use. When I feel like I can't keep going, I remember who, who, who that person was back then and who I am now. And then I think about, is somebody else out there who, who needs me to speak into their life to show them that they are worth more than what they are settling for? Child, I'll tell you something. Let me tell you something. Stop dwelling on the past and ask the Lord, say, Lord, how can we flip this thing? How you said instead of shame, you will give me a double portion of honor. How are we gonna flip this back? How do I tap into that double portion? That's what that's what you need to be praying. Lord, I went through hell back there. <laughs> How are we gonna use this? You gotta just lay it all out and watch God flip your pain. Watch him flip your pain for your good. Child. You don't understand how, how, how much power is within you. 
You don't understand it. You don't see yourself as more than a conqueror because you have been look, looking at yourself carnally. But if you begin to really sit back and think about where you've came from and how you have beat the odds, how it's people who are not in their right mind right now. It's people who couldn't go through half of the things that you've went through. It's people that's not even alive today because they couldn't take the warfare that you have been through, child. God ain't doing all of that for no reason. Trust him and, and, and begin to tap within you. you. You have to go into seclusion. The Bible even tells you that when you were in your mother's womb, he was teaching you wisdom there. It's a reason why he knit you together in your mother's womb and, and utter seclusion. It's a reason why. Because he's, he's, he's equipping you for what you need. To enter into this world that you've never been before. He's equipping you like, girl, I can get real deep. But like, just think about like how a baby, like how they start and then how they come out, right? And how they have lungs and how even like their skin and stuff peels and how, like all these, how their body, how they're, they're the whole time they're in the womb, they're preparing to come into the world. So I need you to understand that. We have to become reborn. Right? When we come to Christ, we got to become born again of the spirit. So you got to be reborn. So you have to be in seclusion. You got to get knit together spiritually. Oh, child, you got to get knit together spiritually. And you got to allow God to form you so he can send you back into the world as this spiritual person, not a carnal person, not the flesh, but spirit. Because spirit gives birth to spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh. I hope you're catching me. So it says, um, and her child was snatched away from the dragon and was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where God had prepared a place to care for her for 1,260 days. Then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle and, he and his angels were forced out of heaven. The great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world was thrown, into, thrown down to earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ for the accusers of our brother and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony child. So what you went through back then, that's how you going to defeat them. You got to tell people, listen, the enemy, he really tried to take me out. <laughs> but G let me tell you about this blood of Jesus. Let me tell you how I can sit here and I can tell you that I'm worthy, even though I was for the streets. But now I'm worthy. I'm redeemed. I'm washed and cleansed by, by God's word, by his spirit, by his blood. I'm able to sit here in my right mind. 
because of the blood of Jesus. I'm able to sit here and preach this word that I'm preaching the way I'm preaching it because of the blood of Jesus. <laughs> okay? So that's what it is. You defeat Satan by your testimony. Stop being ashamed of what you went through and start tapping into the power. Child, do you understand how much pain Jesus was in when he was enduring the cross? But he was like, I know that this, I got to go through this to reach the glory. The enemy thought he had Jesus. He thought he had him. He, he thought he had him. But he didn't. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't have him. But he thought he did. It was cute. It was cute that he tried. But he just did. He, 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 he just not equipped like that. He not built like that. He wasn't thinking about that third day. He didn't know nothing about that third day. And I need you to understand that's the same thing with you. The enemy thought he had you, but he didn't know about this third day God's bringing to you. He didn't know that the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is living in you. He didn't think that you were going to find this out. He didn't think that you were going to tap into this power. He didn't think that you, this word was going to come the way it came and it was going to set you free the way it's setting you free. He didn't know. Okay. So you know what? You got to go through some hell. Let me tell you something. And he tried to shut my mouth on a many occasions. I had to really thug this thing out with just my father, myself. And we were thugging it out with the devil and, and these demons because they thought they was going to be able to silence me. But because they knew the power, they see what I birthed before I could even see it. He saw the baby. He saw the ministry. He saw the souls being saved. So he tried to shut my mouth. Child, he tried to take me out when I was a baby. He said, wait a minute. We can't let this one get through. But he didn't know about that third day. He know. <laughs> and he would have known about that third day. He would have took me out when he had the chance. <laughs> he, but, but guess what? He still couldn't because he don't got a chance. But. Let me tell you something, the pressure, the pain of what you're going through, it is because the enemy sees that you birthed something. He sees that baby. He sees that ministry. He sees if she taps in to her true identity, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Didn't Jesus say that he was building his church upon the rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it? Will you really tap in to Jesus, when you tap in and you start really getting fed that real bread and that real water, child, when you really eat this real manna, you are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Because at that point, it's over. It's curtains. It's curtains. That's why he's fighting you so hard. Because he doesn't want you to realize that you are a child of God. He does not want you to understand that you have been given all the authority over all of Satan's devices. He don't want you to know that. He don't want you to know that the weapons that are forming in your life aren't prospering. He wants you to think that it's working, but it's not. It's a facade. It doesn't work. What he's trying to convince you of is just a lie. You have to remember who he is. He is the father of lies and it ain't no truth in him. He just lie. He lie even when the truth sound better. He's still going to lie. So you got to remember who you got to remember that. So when he whispering in your ear, telling you, you're not good enough, telling you that it's over, telling you that you just need to give up. That is a lie from the pits of hell. It's because he's trying to stop 
what he seeks you birth. He's trying to stop it. He's trying to stop that call that God had put over your life, child. Just like Jeremiah, he said, listen, before you was even in your mother's womb, I knew you. He said, I knew you and you knew me. I called you by name. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That is what God is speaking. When, before, before you were even conceived in your mother's womb, God already knew, okay, this is going to, I'm going to use her to be this. She's going to encounter this person. She's going to set this person free. Yeah, the enemy, he's going to have his little weapons, but we're going, we're going to make it all work for the good. Because you're his masterpiece. Do you understand? A masterpiece. People will go, right, and spend millions of dollars on a painting that got like, it looked like finger painting. But... When it's a masterpiece, when that person got the clout that they need to sell that thing, people just be gazing at something. I'm like, what's the dot? It's just a dot. But they be in all of it. Let me tell you something. You are a heavenly masterpiece. If people will spend millions of dollars to go look at a dot on the wall, imagine when they realize who you are. You got to go through. You got to. You have to allow God to just form you. He's, he's raising you back up. Okay. Because flesh gives birth to flesh, but it, spirit gives birth to spirit. You got to get raised again in the spirit child. You have to learn how God really is because you've been taught religion but you ain't never been to a relationship. You ain't never been to a dad. You've been to it. You ain't posed the question, God. But in relationship, I'm asking why? Lord, why you had to do that? <laughs> and he knows your heart. Like, that's another word coming soon, right? Because this is a lie, right? People be like, you can't question God. Like, listen, let me tell you something. I was reading for my next word. I was reading this Bible verse and I had no clue what it was talking about at all. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? <laughs> what are you even talking about? I don't even understand it. It's freedom when you can be real with yourself. Like, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what this is about. Because then he began to download into you because you remain blind because you claim you can see. But if you really be like, listen, I need some of that ointment for my eyes because I can't see. And can you unclog my ears because I can't hear what you're talking about? You just got to be real. And I promise you, he will download into your spirit. I'll be like, I'll, I might read it and I'm like, Lord, I don't know what you're talking about. And I might like go like clean my kitchen or something. Right? I might start cooking. And as I'm cooking, he begins to download into me what he was talking about. It's about relationship. It is about relationship in the garden, right? Adam and Eve was in relationship until they allowed their sin to get in the middle. Then they hid from him. Because, ain't that what happened? They was in relationship. They wasn't in religion. They was in relationship until they allowed their sins to get in the middle of it. Then they ran away. But I'm telling you by the blood of Jesus, come back closer. Come back to him. He will wash and cleanse you. Come back. Repent. Turn from your wicked ways. Denounce them sins. 
Come get cleansed by the, by, the, by the reading of this word. Come renew your mind. Okay? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. There, my life is totally different than what I thought it was going to be, child. Who I was a couple years ago, I would have never thought I would be sitting here talking to you right now. (laughs) But Jesus, but the blood of Jesus. When I tell you, it's things that, that the Lord know about me that don't nobody else know that me and him know. And I'm like, I know you good. You, you wash that away. <laughs> That's going right. And he said, as far as the East is from the West, that is as far as I have moved your iniqu- iniquities away. Child, how far is the East from the West? He said he, he, he don't remember it. He forget I, what you talking about. All I know is you are mine. And I am yours. That's all I know. Mm. Let me finish reading it. Reading this. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has little time. See, the enemy, he's been coming up against you because he knows he got little time. He knows that it's your appointed time. And he's at war with you because his whole, his whole purpose is to try to get you to not get into your purpose and he does not want you to tap into who you truly are because once you tap into who you truly are then you take dominion then you have authority then you start releasing power just because of who you are when you realize that who you are when you realize who you are you unstoppable remember we talked about a couple episodes back that movie Black Panther, when he was getting beat down. And then his mama was like, show him who you are. And then as he remembered his identity, he started saying his name. He started saying, son of whoever his daddy's name was. And he, he then he, he beat him down. Because when you start tapping into that identity, when you start remembering, hold on, I'm the child of the king. Hold up. You ain't about to run up on me like that. You, you thought, you, you thought. Cause he was beating, he was beating the Black Panther down for a second. Then he had to remember, hold up, I'm the son of the king. Hold up, what you talking about? You got to thug that thing out. You can't, you can't wake up in fear. Fear is not your portion. God ain't give you that. He said, I didn't give you that fear. That fear that you're wrestling with, I didn't give it, but I'm using it. I'm using that fear to elevate you. I'm using that fear to show you who you really are. He allows the enemy to, to accuse you and speak to you, but it's only because he's pushing you closer to God. That's why you desire him because he's pushing you closer to God. He don't understand that. He don't understand as he's lying to you and you're going closer to God because you're like, I need you to be my refuge. I need you to be my shelter. He is bringing you right to that place that you need to be. <laughs> Listen, I'm preaching today. When the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had who had given birth to the male child. So my question is, right, we just see that he has little time. So if he has little time, why would he why is he pursuing the woman who gave birth? Why is the enemy pursuing you? Why is he attacking your life like he is? Because he saw what you birthed. 
He, he saw that what, what you just birthed is going to defeat him. He saw what you birthed is about to shift the atmosphere. It's a reason why he's coming up against you because he knows who you are. I'm going to say this again. I need you to hear it. Hear it this time. Open your ears, your spiritual ears. The enemy is coming up against you because he knows who you are. He knows who you are. And that's the only reason why. He's the only reason why. The woman in the beginning, she was reigning. She had on a crown. She was above. She was, she was, what, what did it say that she was, she had the, the moon at her feet. She was reigning. She was in glory. He seen who she was. He saw what she birthed. And he trying to take her out. Because the only way, the only way that he can try to keep his little bit of territory is if he takes you out. That's why he working so hard to try to take you out. Because he does not want you to take dominion. Okay. Uh, it says, but she was given two wings like those of a great eagle so she could fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness. So eagles, you know, an eagle is storm proof. The way that the eagle, the eagle soars during the storm. The eagle loves the storm. Child, that's when the eagles be out. They be storming in the storm and they, they soar higher than a regular bird. Eagles only fly with other eagles, child. So once again, that shows you that you were set apart. God has built you for the storm. Your whole life has been a fight. Your whole life has been a battle because God has built you for the storm. <laughs> you storm proof. You fire proof. That's why you got thrown in the fire. The reason why the Lord allowed you to go in that den with the lion was to show you that you ain't lunch. You got dominion in there. You got dominion in the den. That lion can't come up to you because you got dominion. The Lord will use your atmosphere. He will use your surroundings. He will use everything to show you that you got dominion. I'm telling you the truth. That you got authority. That you got power. He will put you in a situation to show you. And it's an uncomfortable situation, but it's to show you what's inside of you. Child. It's times I'm sitting there thinking like it's only but by the blood of Jesus that I'm able to just keep going. Because sometimes I feel like the enemy be like, just he just be trying to beat me down. <laughs> he be trying to. But you know that toy where you can punch it, but it pop right back up? That's how it is with the Holy Spirit. The enemy will punch me, but then I pop back up and be like, all right, so now it's my turn. <laughs> and that's how God has made you. You like that toy that you punch, but it pop right back up. And the enemy, he's just, he, he just doesn't understand why you won't stay down. He don't know why you won't stay there. Because you're built different. That's why. That's the only reason why. He can knock other people out. Other people, he can knock them out. But you, you built different. You keep getting back up. You keep getting up and praying. You keep getting up and worshiping. You keep getting up and reading your Bible. And he's like, but why, why won't she just give up? Because you built different. You built different. It says, but she was, okay, I already read that part. It said, 
There she would be cared for and protected from the dragon for a time, times, and a half a time. Then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from his mouth. But the earth helped her by opening his mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out from the, dra- from the mouth of the dragon. And the dragon was angry at the woman and declared war against the rest of her children, all who keeps God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus. Then the dragon took his stand on the shore besides the sea. So let me tell you something. The enemy has declared war on you and all your generations, all the generations to come. And he took his stand. He's standing there. And he's saying he, he it's war. But I'm here to tell you that you about to give him what he asking for. He wants war. So you about to give it to him. You about to give it to him. Remember, I said, nuck if you buck. He wants to sit there and he wants to go to war with you. Give it to him. Then He want to fight. You going to fight him then. That's period. And how the enemy fights you, he just tries to make you not believe what God said. He wants to make you feel like you're forsaken. And you're abandoned. But God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. He wants you to feel like you're not worth anything. But Jesus said you're worthy of my blood. He wants you to feel like that you are the tail. But the Bible says you are the head. Child. He wants to make you feel like you're just worthless. But the Bible says you are more precious than rubies. That's the word of God. That's it. It's over. It's not an argument after that. When you stand on God's word, no matter what the enemy is speaking to you, I don't care if he coming up against your body. The Bible says by his stripes, you are healed. I don't care if he's trying to condemn you. The Bible says there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. There ain't no condemnation so you can keep it pushing. It's war. He, he, he said he wants to smoke. He wants to war with you. He wants to fight you. And let me tell you something. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> but in the household I grew up in. I was always told if somebody hit me and I don't hit them back, it's over for me when I get home. Okay, I will. I did. You going? You're going to get beat down, and then you're gonna have to go beat down the person who beat who, who beat you down. So you you about to take two L's in one day, and a lot of you are doing that. You taking two L's in one day. You sitting there. You you beating down yourself, and you letting the enemy beat you down. But I'm here to tell you, right? I'm here to tell you like I'm like your spiritual mother. If you let that enemy beat you, it's going to be a problem when you get home. (laughs) Say that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But God don't play. He don't play. He don't play about his word. He don't play. It's a sin to do the opposite of what God said. Anything that God said not to do, if you do it. That's a sin. So if God says fear not and you're fearing, that's a sin. Cause he said, fear not. So you won't have to, you, you ain't going to have to deal with me. You won't have to deal with God. If you let that enemy beat you up, stop letting that enemy take your lunch money. Stop letting that enemy tell you, you ain't worth nothing. Stop letting that enemy make fun of you because God says that he has created you, that you were made in his image. So you, I need you to start changing your perspective and embrace being set apart. Okay. I need you to embrace it. 
And it's time to war that thing out. It's time to war that thing out. He wants to war with you. The enemy wants to fight you. Another thing I was, I was told is that the bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's something that my dad used to say all the time. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. You don't be sitting around. You don't just let somebody be picking on you. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. I don't care how big that bully is. You about to fall real hard because I got the heart of a lion, child. You ain't about to beat me up. You not about to beat me up and then I got to go home and get in trouble because I got beat up. No, we going to have to thug this thing out. We going to have to thug this thing out. We better thug it out. So I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. But <laughs> I just want you to understand that. God says the righteous are as bold as a lion, child. You got the heart of a lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. He ain't the fastest. He ain't the smartest. He ain't the biggest, but he got a heart that's like when he see it, he going to get it. When the animals see the lion, they like, we all out because we know that he about to eat one of us. That is what God placed on the inside of you is that kind of boldness to, to go up against the opposition. That's what God placed on the inside of you. You got the heart of a lion. You better start roaring, child. You better show the enemy what a real lion look like, okay? Your father, he got the lamb side, but he, 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 a, he a lion too. Sometimes, you know, we got to be a lamb. But then sometimes, okay, I got to get, gotta get warm mode. I got to be a lion because the lamb, the lamb ain't getting the job done sometimes. Sometimes I got I to gotta roar. So you know I ain't playing. When that when that lion roars in the jungle, every animal in the jungle know it's curtains. They out. And that's the same thing it is with that coward enemy's camp. Soon as you open your mouth and you begin to declare the word of God over your life, it's just like the jungle. They start running. And I'm going for the biggest one first. I want to eat the elephant. That's the one I want. I want the elephant because we're going to eat real good off an of elephant. That's how a lion thinks. The lion ain't like, oh, the elephant too big. No, the lion like, oh, we're going to eat real good. We can eat for a couple days after that. <laughs> and I say that to say this next thing. You take out that biggest lie first. What's the, what's the biggest lie you, you, you feel about yourself? Do you feel like God don't love you? Now it's time to tap into what true love of the father is. Do you feel like that your sins are unforgivable? Now it's time to receive salvation. It's time to repent. Child, the kingdom of heaven is yours. Jesus said, he said, it's his father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, child. He ain't going to withhold it from you. He won't give it to you. Jesus said, it's many, it's many mansions in my father's house, okay? It's many of them. He said, when, it, when they ready, I'll come and get you. So you don't have to live in lack. I'm, I'm in preaching, but child, if nothing else, I want you to start roaring. And when I say roaring, I mean you start saying boldly who you are to that enemy's face. I don't care if your knees is buckling. If he got you shook, you start roaring and you let him know that you are as bold as a lion, that you got the heart of a lion. You start saying, I promise you, all them demons is going to flee. Once you step into your identity, stop keeping your mouth shut and step into your identity, child. God said he put life in death into your tongue choose life today you are powerful you are a force to be reckoned with who are right, i'm gonna let, i'm gonna pray i'm gonna pray <laughs> oh father god in the name of jesus lord 
I just thank you, Father. I thank you that you are just the I am who is I am, Lord. I thank you for being the Alpha and the Omega, Father God. I thank you for being the author, Father God, of our lives and the finisher, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you have placed your glory upon your people, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you because you are El Shaddai, Father God. Thank you because you are our provider, Father God. I thank you for being our refuge, our shelter, our fortress, Father God. I just thank you because of who you are, Lord. That's why I thank you. And Father, I'm praying for this child receiving this word, Father God. I pray at the sound of my voice, Father God, that the Holy Spirit just begins to fall on this child, Father God, in the name of Jesus. As as you just speak through my vessel, Father God, I pray that they begin to get touched by your spirit, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that they receive power, Father God, as your spirit goes and saturates their atmosphere, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that the kingdom of heaven will begin to take dominion over their life, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they begin to live like they are the head and not the tail. Show her that she is always above and never beneath, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Show her that that enemy is already under her feet, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Show her that the weapons of her warfare is not carnal, but it's your mighty weapons, Father God. It's your word because your word is sharp than the sharpest two-edged sword, Father God. Show her, just show her the power that you have placed within her. Show her, Father God, and I pray that she begin to thug that thing out, Lord. Let her thug that thing out, Lord, in the name of Jesus. The enemy thought he had her in the last season. He thought he buried her in the last season, Father God, but now show her that third day. Show her your word, Father God, that when it says that the same spirit who raised Christ from the dead is living in her, show her that that is real. Show her, Lord. I I know you can do it. Walker the power of God today. Lord, I just want to give you all the glory, honor, and praise (laughs) in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. <laughs> okay, because I was he was taking me there. Okay. Because you be trying to stay and you be trying to stay here. But in that glory cloud coming, you be like, Lord, <laughs> I'm up here in the holies of holies. Okay. But I am going to let you go. Okay, remember everything down in the link with Air Her Beauty's website drop with airherbeauty.shop. You can go and get merch, book you a meeting if you feel like Nicodemus. Um, and my social medias is down there. I am on Instagram thread. You want to go follow your girl, you can. I'll be posting over there. I'll be posting on that the most because I just like it. But, um, yes, it's more things coming very soon to with Air Her Beauty if you want to support with Air Her Beauty. Um, my cash app, Venmo, everything's down there. Or you can become a monthly subscriber for $0.99, cent, $4.99, $9.99. Listen, if you feel led to give, I thank you in advance. And I just pray a hundredfold blessing over whatever you give to within her beauty for your generosity. So I love you so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.